0: Wherever you are on your leadership voyage, it starts here.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Leadership Voyage, the podcast dedicated to your pursuit of becoming a great leader. My name is Jason Wick. You can reach me at startyourvoyage at gmail.com. Check out the show's website, leadership.voyage. Or wherever you listen to podcasts, please rate and subscribe. That's the one thing you could do if you're enjoying this show, is to rate and subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Today I've got another quick episode. I'm trying to keep this, uh, this theme going this year, or establish this pattern with Season 2, of bringing you shorter episodes that capture some of the most interesting things that I'm reading. The hopes there that maybe I can share something that you'll be interested in diving deeper into, uh, even without uh, having a special guest. So I ran across this story a week ago. Uh, Today I'm recording this. It is March 9th. This was in Forbes on March 2nd, 2023. The title of this story is The Emotional Crumbling of Leaders, which is a pretty powerful title. It's a pretty powerful write-up, to be honest. So last year, Deloitte uh, did a study, and it said that 41% of senior leaders are stressed. 36% are to the point of exhaustion. 74% of them say they're facing obstacles when it comes to their own wellness and their own well-being goals. And that 69%, I'm just going to say that again, according to this Deloitte study, 69% of senior leaders are thinking about quitting because their well-being is so poor. In addition to that, Asana uh, delivered uh, the Anatomy of Work special report, and that also... Kind of confirmed. Seventy percent of senior leaders think that burnout is affecting their ability to make good decisions. Gallup also presented some research, saying uh, the quote in this in this article is: "Manager burnout is only getting worse." You can see the link to this Forbes story in the show notes, and there are links in this story to all of the studies I'm referring to right now. Deloitte asana and gallup so there's an example where someone has been working with their team 16 hour days for six straight weeks that it led one of the folks on that team to uh have a mental health issue due to the workload and that this leader themselves had to take time off themselves and if i read correctly it took them four months to get back into work That's how severe of an impact this workload was taking on them. A second person, this person says that for the fourth time in the last couple of weeks, they have had someone come into their office and break down into tears. And they just don't know if they can take on the strain of this anymore. Finally, there's a third anecdote where a vice president was saying that they're listening to other job offers because it is so stressful where they are. And and, I mean, just my little commentary on the side here, for that third person who is looking for a new offer, uh, based on these studies, it doesn't sound like the offer, uh, finding a new offer is likely to provide much of a better uh, circumstance, unfortunately. That's at least what those studies are saying from Asana... Gallup and Deloitte. And so how much stress leaders are taking on. And I I really do empathize with this. And honestly, personally, as someone who uh, manages a lot of people, I can identify with it to a degree. So leaders have their own work to do. And they're also responsible for taking on their team's mental and physical well-being quite often. That the wellness of their employees is at the forefront of their priorities, now that does actually uh, that actually does sound like a positive thing right You say well we 've got leaders, managers, however you want to name people who are in fact caring about the folks who work with them and for them that that 's a good thing. we want to care about our fellow human, we want to care about the people who work with us, who work for us, if you want to think of it in a hierarchical way. The demand for someone to continue to do this, to care about others' mental and physical well-being, essentially requires an endless supply of empathy and compassion. Remember earlier on in this article it said that uh, 69% of senior leaders according to one of these studies sees roadblocks in their own personal well-being as a result of their work. And we're saying here, we're putting the well-being and concern of others as the responsibility of these leaders. There is a saying, I'm not going to capture it right, I'm sure, here, but there's something about, you know, in order to take care of others, you have to first take care of yourself. If you believe in that term servant leadership, where a leader's job is to set others to set others up to succeed to care for others to basically work in service of others and the team to help them do a good job that definition really does play into this exact topic i find it really interesting and and sad uh, honestly And thinking of all of this reminded me of last year when I spoke with uh, Lisa Burbage. We talked about wellness and how wellness affects the bottom line. If you want to put a business spin on this. And uh, Lisa's entire business is around helping others with wellness in their businesses. And uh, yes, and it reminded me of part of a conversation that we had in season one.
0: Stress and anxiety were there before the pandemic. It just, you know, it's on steroids now hmm. with um, ang- people being anxious at work. Um, they're, they're, you know, the stress level, they're tired. Um, you know, we've been going full throttle for yeah, you know, working at home had to, a lot of advantages, but it also blurred the boundaries I was talking about. Yeah. You know, I see now people are tired. Okay. We've been working from home now for you know almost three years, two and a half years, and and we're tired and we don't have an in us anymore. So I hear a lot of senior leadership people tell me that there's no productivity down. Mm-hmm. People are and and I, you know, my response is, well, they're tired, they're stressed, they're anxious. You can't keep expecting them to keep. You know, producing, producing, producing. When they're, you're not addressing their wellness needs.
1: Further on in the story here, according to a Gallup poll conducted in February 2022, employees' perception of their manager's empathy has plummeted since the start of the pandemic, and that is a quote from uh, this article. So what we're what I'm reading here and what what we're seeing come to the surface is this it's a it's a kind of a, a, a disappointing and frustrating almost thing to look at. We're hearing that senior leaders in particular, which is the emphasis in this poll, senior leaders are struggling with their own wellness and having to be charged with the wellness of others, which requires nearly endless amounts of empathy while at the same time over a two-year period employees perceive empathy to have gone down. As a matter of fact, it says here that their perception of how much their employer cares about their wellness is half in 2022 of what it was in 2020. And that there's a lack of emotional understanding between managers, and employees. So again, I'm going to kind of restate that again. The numbers suggest that leaders, they are very responsible for the well-being of others. It requires significant empathy to do that well at the expense of their own health, it appears. But at the same time, while investing in that, while focusing on it, the employees perceive half the level of care for them when it comes to manager empathy over a 2 year period that is a major bummer I, I right just think about that situation imagine for a second if you're not a manager or if you are a manager either way that you have an employee and from your point of view you 're preparing for their one on ones you 're engaged in the conversations you 're listening to their feedback and their concerns you 're putting your best effort to really try to help clear blockers for them or to set them up for success you're speaking with them deliberately about their goals, trying to help to uh, trying to help them with their goals while also finding ways that that aligns with business needs. All of those things together, you, you have all of those ingredients in the recipe, but imagine as a manager putting that energy into an employee and their perception over two years of you doing that, that is that you care half as much now as you did two years ago. Maybe I'm simplifying it, but I, I feel like that, that storytelling to me is what really hit me when I thought through uh, this article. I'd encourage you to go off and read this story. Yeah, it's not the most positive thing. But for those of you out there who manage people, I guess what I'm hoping for is a couple of things. One, maybe it would inspire some of us or inspire listeners out there to really look at how much are they putting into their employees. And let's not let that sacrifice our own health. Because if we put so much into other people that we can't continue to stay healthy, We can't serve as effectively, even if we think we're putting our energy in the right place. And in addition to that, just being aware of what others are going through out there based on the results of these studies and these surveys. Talk to your peers, talk to people you know, other managers. See how they're doing. Maybe there's an opportunity to create a small community, even uh, just uh, create a buddy system where you're able to help each other through some of these challenges as managers. I know that I've had some of those relationships in the past and have found them very helpful and effective. It is really nice to have someone that you can bounce frustrations off of as a manager, that you can talk to as a manager when you're struggling with an employee. And I don't mean uh, stuff where you're just going off and whining about it. I mean someone where you really have a strong relationship that you can help each other work through the challenges of management. So anyway, go off read the story. Hopefully, this could encourage a little bit of self-reflection. I know that I'm myself thinking here uh, about a little bit as well, which is a, which is always a good thing. And uh, we'll talk to you next time uh, with another guest coming in the next couple of weeks here on Leadership Voyage. Mm-hmm.